You are listening to the Fire and Lunch podcast. As a reminder to those listeners wishing to remain unspoiled for the books, run. This is an all-spoiler podcast. All published books and novellas are fair game. Thanks. And who are you? The proud phrase said that I must eat this pie. This podcast is brought to you by the Tears of Lease. Are you feeling ignored in your marriage? Does your spouse continually ignore you in favor of their many companions? Do they refuse to let you ride with them on their dragon and make you feel inadequate? Try the Tears of Lease. As useful as a plague, but far more discreet. Happy revenge! Warning, be prepared to face the consequences if you are caught. Hello, we are Fire and Lunch. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode 76, Fire and Blood, Jaehaerys I, part 2, the sequel, part 2, who knows? <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I'm Jenny. I'm Rachel. And I'm Jess. Alright, welcome back to another Fire and Blood installment as we move through the book. We're on to uh, the second part of our Jaharis podcasts because, again, he has far too much content in this book, which we love because he's fun to read about. Um, do we do we have any news? There was, there was something, right? Like we should there's talk. a lot of stupid news so there's there's the whole like cersei killed sir pounce sir, right? sir yeah. pounce apparently i don't i don't accept this i think sir <laughs> pounce left <laughs> i think he left he was like screw this i'm going south yeah yeah i i refuse to believe that cersei would kill a little kitten little kitten i mean I, i'd buy it but you know <laughs> No way. Thing after her first son. She'd be like, this is Tommen's little, this was his kitten. She'd probably put the damn thing on the Iron Throne. <laughs> I mean, I support that. All hail Sir Pounce. King Pounce. King Pounce. Great. A King great Pounce. leader. I mean, Westeros could do worse and has. Yeah, well. Not in this era, but... <laughs> Uh, that we're going to talk about today, but you know, I'm sure that Sir Pounce would have been a better ruler than Magor. Well, yeah. <laughs> Anybody? <Probably less> death. <laughs> uh, how would how would Sir Pounce like make decisions? Would it be like batting things? Would you be able to distract him with a laser? He just like hold up some yarn, like different colors of yarn, and he just like pick ah one for yes, one for no. <laughs> A yarn-based governing system. Exactly. Things might unravel, but you know, it's fine. Was there anything else? There was uh, new photos that were were released. Right. That was what I was trying to remember. Yeah. I was trying to think of, was it a trailer? It was photographs from the final season, which are just like people in new costumes. Yeah. Jamie's in, uh, in Stark gear, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Cersei has a cool new costume. Just like armor on her shoulders. It's new armor, right, Rachel? You're you're well versed in her. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not the armor. breastplate thing she had. No, it's like it's it's yeah. very fashion forward. Uh, almost so fashion forward as to look out of place. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Jamie esque. <laughs> looks like something Jamie would wear, which is probably the idea. Or who knows? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, when is she going to start wearing pants? <laughs> I would love that. Just make that happen. Uh, 
And uh, well, I mean, there's not not so much show news, but Con of Thrones news. We have uh, both Jamie Lannister and Samuel Tarly coming to Con of Thrones. Ooh! Buy your buy your photo ops now. Kingslayer and Sam the Slayer. That's right. Slayer Fest. Some new slayers. Slayer Fest. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Uh, Somebody dressed like Buffy. Get the picture. You got your idea here. <laughs> That'd be good. They'd be like, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> or if they did, they'd be extra awesome. Yeah. Let's pretend they'll get it. All right. That makes me happy. <laughs> I'll wear a Slayer Fest t-shirt under my uh, yes, Mormont's Raven Slayer costume. Fest. <laughs> Slayer totally Fest 2019. <laughs> Alright. Um, <laughs> shall we get into uh, Jaehaerys? Let's do this. The longest reign ever. Um, I can't wait till someone kills him. Ha! <laughs> Why would they do that? I don't know. It's too long. They got tired of reading. <laughs> All right, um, so let's start out with our, our Frey Pie rating. How do we feel about the second part of Jaehaerys' reign? Jess? Well, he's actually doing stuff where I felt like the last podcast we did, he was just starting his reign. This is sort of like the first, I guess, 10 years of it. And I gave him a Rhaegar. I mean, there's no war. The economy's doing well. Uh, he's meeting with small folk, really trying to understand the people. He's listening to sound counsel from his wife and his Septon, Septon Barth. He's having people around him from all walks of life. And so that's why I would give him uh, a Rhaegar on that end. And I just want to say that I'd want him as my president. Currently. <laughs> well, we could do worse and we are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll, I'll take, take their pounce. pounce. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Anything. Uh, My Rachel? dirty suck. Um, <laughs> I gave it a Ray. I gave him a Rhaegar for his actual ruling and a Jared, uh, because it's just not as much drama as I'd like to read about coming specifically from Jaehaerys. There's some other drama. Uh, but also true. I did want to point out that I was a little mad at him for this whole idea that uh, he was the one making all of the rules and that good Queen Allison never did never did any of the good work. Uh, some of that, I think, might be from the maester's point of view, you know, that's writing this. But there's, I feel like that's a possibility. Yeah, because there's that one, uh, there's that one paragraph where they're like, "But, but she wasn't making rules. She didn't make the laws because she couldn't, because she was a woman." I'm pretty sure that was mostly the maester. Yeah, they're probably still bitter about the fact that she wanted to like have women go to the citadel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that. What's so bad about that? I have my theories. <laughs> yes, we'll get to that at the end. Um, I'm I'm going to agree with you guys. Definitely Rhaegar for ruling. I do think that the chapter was slightly less exciting than other chapters have been, but he's definitely. The best. No dragon fights. So yeah, there were no, no dragon, dragon fights. fights. It's true, but we do have dragons. So, um, speaking of dragons, we can get to our Quentin Martell award, which I nominated Arya Targaryen because that was just brutally awful to read about. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I I feel really bad for her because she 
when she was born and for like, you know, her adolescence, she had everything. And then it was sort of all just very slowly taken away from her. Yeah, I mean, she's... Because she just, she goes through several cycles of being the heir, and then it gets taken away from her, and then she just gets, like, neglected on Dragonstone, because her mother's just like, I hate people, and won't let her play with any other kids. Yeah. And she's like, I only have dragons for friends. Aw. That's not Um, bad. I'd rather have dragons than no friends. Well, yes, but when those dragons take you on trips to Valyria and infect you with worms and cause you to cook from the inside out and make me read descriptions like eyeballs bursting in boiling <laughs> blood and pork cracklings and uh, the worms. The worms were really the gross. Worms. The worms yeah. were. I, I said it reminded me of a David Cronenberg film. Like he was watching The Fly or Videodrome before he wrote this chapter. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it happened was, to Balerion too, you know. Like he was also injured. Yeah, not as bad. But also, did he not get the worms? I guess I was really concerned about, like, does he have the worms? Did he have the worms? Are the worms what kill him? (laughs) I don't know. We haven't gotten to his death yet. It just took a lot longer for the worms to eat him from the inside out. (laughs) He's bigger than she was. Yeah. But yeah, that, that illustration is horrifying. Yeah. In the book. Yeah. I had it. I was funny because I was looking at it uh, while I was on the train, and I I felt the need to like turn turn it away so that people couldn't see what I was looking at. Because <laughs> it's like, how do you explain that? <laughs> like, because it's not a map. It's, like, it's not yeah, something. Guys, she's just getting eaten, like boiled alive. Yeah, it's it's, it's not something that you someone could see and be like, oh, they must be reading a fan. It's like, no, I don't know what the fuck you're reading. What are you reading? <laughs> yeah, I'm very happy. There's no TV show based on this particular chapter. Uh, I also want to see. (laughs) I also gave Andrew Farman uh, a runner-up Quentin Martell (laughs) Award for self-poning, just because he never had a plan to like. There was never a plan. Like there was. I don't think he cared that far. I think he was just like, I want to destroy her. Yeah, and and that was it. And then he would have to die. Like there was no getting out of "Eh, there alive. Fine. Yeah. So would we say that? Tom and pulled an Andro Farman in the TV show. <laughs> yes. Oh yes. <laughs> but it's just like, you know, like there was a period of time where he could have left. You know, Who, like Andrew Farman. Yes. There was like a whole period of time where people, because it took, it took a long time for people to be like, wait a second, that was poison. He could have left. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but instead it's true, he stuck it's true. around. So. It was very Elena, Mar- uh, right? It was yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, it was me. With the sunglasses. Because he's even, like, standing over the painted table, just like, yeah. Uh-huh. I did that. <laughs> I did it. I took away all of your your bedmates and friends, and uh, I don't care. Who's don't laughing now? now? <laughs> Who's laughing now? <laughs> but, she, no, yeah, well, also, she was, like, yeah. cut off his balls, fry them up, and make him <laughs> eat them. Eat them. George really likes to feed people their balls. <laughs> to which he said, not today, Satan, and then he bowed. <laughs> not today. I will not be eating my own balls. Thank you very much. <laughs> but you I will be eating concrete. <laughs> By Felicia. He, I just, I really, I enjoyed that section of the chapter. I know, I that's like... the soap opera stuff we live for. I was like, this is, this is great. Also had a great illustration. Um, 
<laughs> he just he was just like he was just like done i like that he was just especially because reading the rereading these chapters i had just going like i hate reyna hate her hate her what is she gonna die She's just well, an asshole is, to him. This is what happens when non-Targaryens get involved with Targaryens. Like, true. just don't do it. Let them marry each other. Just like, you don't want them to marry you. It never goes well. See, that's why I was like, forget the law of exceptionalism. It's like the law of crazy people. Yeah. Like, just keep them away from the general population and everybody's happy. Yeah, nobody wants it. Just let them breed themselves into, like, <laughs> some kind of insanity. Yeah, this kind of like exactly. maggot pile or something. And then just... and then kill them all and start over. Yeah. Um which is basically what happened. They should all get eaten by dragons. Um so some other character standouts, uh speaking of the, the Farman siblings, we have Alyssa or Elisa or however you say her name, uh who did get to leave. She was like, Hey, I don't wanna stay here anymore and and was took off, yeah, and stole some dragon eggs. I was gonna say those are our those are Danny's dragon eggs. Yes. So thanks, which is cool. Thanks for that. I'd watch a TV show about her. Same. I mean, you guys haven't read the the next chapter, which gets into her travels across the Sunset Sea, or attempts to travel. Well, I might have. <laughs> I haven't. Okay, Jess hasn't. I might have. Have you read that yes, stuff? Yes, I have. There were boats. How could I not? That's <laughs> true. That's that's your person, Rachel. I, I couldn't. Are... I couldn't help myself. But I had to read about the boats. It was very true. You'll be cosplaying Elisa Farman. Just the boats. She does Just have a great the... illustration. She does in the book of the, of her. So you know anybody who did want to cosplay her, there is reference. So and then we have oh. uh, Septon Barth. Mm-hmm. Um, so remember when we read uh what's the other book called something the of, world ice of ice and fire. fire yeah something of ice and fire world of ice and fire uh yeah. and we were all like oh was barth his boyfriend i know i literally listened to that and i was dying because i was like i didn't get that at all from this book no i feel like they <laughs> i feel like this was like uh oh people think that let's disabuse let's them. remove that weird coded language yeah, yeah. Which disappointed me, really. Because it's like, okay, we get it. You impregnated your wife 3,000 times. Like, we're not questioning your virility, dude. We just thought that you might have a special relationship with Septon Barth. That's it. Well, I mean, he may have. It's this maester's, like, point of view. There might be another dusty book somewhere. Mm. Maybe maybe his diaries. Say Septon Barth's diaries uh, explain the full relationship between him and Jaharis. I mean, because Jaharis was like away from you know Alison for a good like six months, six yeah. months when they had the Tiroshi Pentos war shit going. I was on. gonna say he was he was just so bored of that. He was like, "All right, Barth, let's go." Yeah, and he also had that whole you know I need Barth thing. Yeah, he's just like. Oh man, I really want him as my hand, but I guess no one wants that, so I'll pick this other guy. But then you know, after a while, we'll just get rid of him and have just the hand I want. I mean, like they could. I mean, it's plausible that they were also just like besties. But yeah, I I I, I missed some of that. Some you of missed the subtext. Yeah, that some of that subtext that I that was there. It was there. We all we all saw it. 
We we did have a whole conversation about it. It was very entertaining to re-listen to. If anyone wants to go back and listen to our Targaryen podcast part one from The World of Ice and Fire, you have that to look forward yep. to. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and now uh, next up is my fave, Rigo Draz. He's a great name. That's the best name in, in, the, in, ever, in all the books. That's it. <laughs> he sounds like both a Star Wars pod racer and like... <laughs> Or like, or a New York neighborhood, or like, They're like a DJ or something. Yeah, or a DJ, a Westerosi DJ name. Like, it's just it has so it just fits everywhere. You could put it anywhere. Rigo Draz. <laughs> like you know, Westeros one one hundred and one on. You know what oh, I think God. of when I think of Rigo? <laughs> they hate me because they ain't me. That's what I get from him. <laughs> That's true. I feel like that works for him. A man totally who believes does. in taxes, a man after my own heart. Yeah, everybody's just bitter because he has money. Well, you know, <laughs> tough shit. <laughs> I mean, he does his job. I mean, come on. He funded an, a whole city and like five roads. Yeah, go him. And they didn't use like Lannister money. Right. Without putting the kingdom in any kind of ho- more horrible debt. Speaking of money and Septic Barth, though, I did like when he went um, to the Sea Lord of Bravos and bargained with him over Dragon Egg rumors and got the Iron Bank to like forgive their entire loan. Uh huh. That, that was, was awesome. I didn't like that. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> that felt a little contrived. I'm like, you're expecting these like dragons to eventually hatch. Why? I don't know. Prophecy. I don't think that Rigo Draz ever thought that they would actually hatch. Well, I'm saying the Bravosi people, like that they oh, would Oh, yeah, because like, well, they don't know how the dragons work. On the They're hope just... that these dragons hatch, I mean, I thought the whole, that, like, that's the only thing that didn't ring, like, true to me. And it just felt like George just wanted to make, I guess, Jahari's reign, like, this great golden age in history. Perhaps. I just, that was, like, the one part I'm like, ah, uh, that doesn't seem believable that the Bravosi would make that sort of deal well i was thinking about it too like well what's the motivation for erasing debt at this point because i can't i mean nothing really i guess they just want there to be this all this money for a war i don't i don't know if they weren't in debt like the lannisters own all of it i just feel like it was trying to set up something in the current timeline as like a a comparison but I I don't know what it's about. I don't know. I also had uh, The Scarlet Shadow. Jean-Kiel Dark. Dark. That sounds like uh, uh, a cologne you can buy at <laughs> like one of those off-brand stores in the mall. <laughs> Rigo Draz is selling it to you. Yeah. At Rigo Draz, Jean-Kiel Dark. 50% <laughs> off. I, like I do shadow. like the idea, though, that, like, Alison brings forth, like, yeah, like, you can't have men, like, protecting me when I'm in, like, the bath after, like, they attempt to assassinate her. And so let me have, like, a female warrior to, like, be my, um, my, my queen's guard. Oh, yeah. Well, like she's, it. like, the precursor to Brienne, only, like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Love you, Brienne, but you're not cool. I wish Brienne was, like... 
I want to be like the Scarlet Shadow. Yeah, right? Like, why doesn't she know about the Scarlet Shadow? Probably because she was made up for this book. The Scarlet Shadow didn't exist (laughs) until this book. Underneath the armor, she's got a Scarlet Scarlet Shadow t-shirt. Or even like um, like, Arya Stark. Yeah. Like, I feel like these are people that they would know about. Because Alasan is somebody that's mentioned a lot in A Song of Ice and Fire. Right. True. Well, you know, like I said, in the Winds of Winter. Maybe she was also inspirational. Yeah. To Liana. These characters will start getting name dropped. Let's hope no more boiling alive kind of. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to see that shit. No, 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 but like, what is the point of introducing a mysterious disease slash infection slash wormy i don't know what what is the point of that that hasn't come back it's not coming back it's not any disease that we've seen it's not like the pale mare it's not any of those things so what is the point of it just shock value just be happy that it's not coming back so we never have to see it (laughs) or read about it again i personally think that it was a robin hobb shout out (laughs) oh god (laughs) That's fits in his postules. Yep, horrifying. Um, yep, and I had to That's read where about they that went. even longer. That's where they went. This was at least just a paragraph. Um, <laughs> they and, went and into Jess, a different you, book and then fled. Jess, you have a, a, another person on this list. Yeah, Jessamine Manderley, because she has my name and she's <laughs> a Stark. No, she's from like the north, so she's like you know Manderley. I was like, so that's she's right. She's not a Stark. She's a Manderley. She's a Manderley, <laughs> even better. You know. And I was, like, very happy to see, oh, my God, somebody has my name. And, of course, they're from the North. Of course. So As it should time, be. Was that a shout-out to you The next time we are the only people at Trivia and we're coming up with names, that's who you can pick. Jessamine Manderley? No, you got to be Rigo Draz and Rigo the Jean-Kill Darks. Or Andrew well, we Farman. Bye, Felicia. We were all trying to pick, pick people who had the same name as us, so I was Jenny Boldstones. Uh, um, Jenny Boldstones and Jessamine Manderley are Rigo Draz. Yeah. <laughs> Jack and Hagar is Rigo Draz. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Headcanon accepted. Also, woman. The dusky also woman. Rigo Draz. Cereal Pharrell. Cereal Pharrell is Rigo Draz. Rigo Draz. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get into his reign properly. Um, I just wanted to start with his, his royal progresses. It's a, a thing that keeps coming back in all of these um, king's reigns early on and uh, that started with Aegon the first and I like that he you know changed it up a bit and he was like well you know everybody complains that we stay forever and we have too many people and they have to feed us forever and people end up worse off than they were before when before we visited so he was like let's travel with less people and we'll stay for a shorter amount of time, and they could see that way they could see more places and visit smaller lords and not become unwanted guests. Even a hundred people smart. is too many people. It is, <laughs> but at least it's not a thousand. I mean, Jesus, Jordan. That, like that one throwaway line where they were like, "Yeah," and when they leave, they have nothing in their larders, and all their maids are pregnant. I'm like, "Oh yeah, just the casual rapings," you know? Oh, God. Yeah, right. Can't have that. Um. What I liked about it is it reminds me how, like, politicians sometimes host their town hall meetings. That's what it reminded <laughs> me of. To get to know their constituents, that's what he's doing right there. Mm-hmm. 
So I like that about him. Um, but also, also, the town he was from sucked. So, I mean, I get that it was also, like, good governance, but who wants to stay in shit landing? <laughs> you know? Hey, he made it better. Yeah, oh, like, later. Um, <laughs> we'll get to. Um, and I like I like that uh, Jaharis and Alisan, like, usually travel together. And I like that if she, you know, was pregnant at the time, she was like, no, you're still going. Mm-hmm. I'll be fine. Yeah. Like, I'm not letting you pass this up. Did he take Septon Barth with him? Probably. I hope so. <laughs> Only two people per dragon, you know? That's true. <laughs> Andrew Farman didn't get that lucky. <laughs> Did Septon Barth get to, get to ride on the dragons? I don't know. I'm just we speculating. I, I want to see, like, Septon Barth on his own dragon, but with, like, training wheels. Like... <laughs> No, he's in the sidecar. Yeah, the, that's where they find it. They find Septon Barth's old sidecar at the wall. They give it to John. It's perfect. It's all coming back. Inside jokes, people. Listen to our podcast. <laughs> Ghost, he goes in the sidecar. There's that's a drawing it. of it. Thing. Scroll down. Um, uh, so, and also, uh, as part of these... Uh, Royal Progresses, we had Alisan's uh, Women's Courts, which I liked because, you know, someone's got to give the poor women of this country a chance to speak. Yeah, and I mean, she did really good work with that. She helped rich old widows and <laughs> poor whores. She helped everyone. There you go. Uh... And I like that she also had, like, if she couldn't go, she got somebody else to go and host the women's courts for her. thought that was a nice touch. Mm-hmm. You know, when she was pregnant one of her 500 times. Oh, so many times it became, it became unbearable. Like, she spent most of her life pregnant. <laughs> and we don't even get into it in these two chapters as much. She's just only, like, four kids in, this cha- in these chapters. Yeah. But, yeah, it's. It's a lot when you read the next one. It's so many. They never stop. Uh, what about her mom, though? I know. Still, like, get oh. birth control at that point. The, what is it called? The freaking... What's the birth control name in Westeros called? Oh, Tansy. Yeah. Tansy, yeah. Do you really need to be having children at, like, 40-something? Nothing, you know, when you have, you've had, like, all these other ones already. Shout out to Boromund for being, like, a ridiculous name. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I guess he was... I guess the seed was strong there. <laughs> yeah. um, I just like that it sounds like Boromir. Boromund! Boromund! Sorry. <laughs> I also like... I mean, because, you know, I mean, Rogar is, like gross but he's like oh i guess i'll stop now that you're carrying my my perceived son i will stop you know messing around with other people and i will come back to you i was like fuck you dude yeah well you know they suck as a family and they always have (laughs) proof um so yeah poor poor Alyssa got pregnant at like 40 something had boromund and then got pregnant again and died Gosh. But they saved the baby. My eyes and are rolling in the back of my head. 
Is that that one's the that was a girl, right? Jocelyn. Jocelyn. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, because he of course and, and know, Reyna was like again. was like I hope you choke on your own dick or something, and then yes, <laughs> because Rogar was like save my son, and it's like ha. You didn't even get a son. You didn't bastard. even get one. You already had one. He I had know. One. He needed That's a spare. Said to him. Was it Jaharis or Reyna? Gross. It was Reyna that like basically called him out. It's like you already have your son, you selfish asshole. But you know, it's Jocelyn that that takes the Baratheons to the current timeline. It's not Boromund. What am I? It's true. It's, him. it's true. I'm gonna say his name like that forever now. <laughs> We'll get to Jocelyn in in, in Jaehaerys part three, (laughs) which I promise will be the last one. Um, Anyway, uh, also part of these royal progresses was their trip north. and Which was really cool. I'm so glad we finally got to, like, see it. I know. And unfortunately, Jaehaerys was unable to attend the majority of it because foreign politics is a bitch. Um... He got stuck hosting the Tairoshi Archon and the Pentoshi Prince over whatever the hell they were squabbling about. He didn't matter. <laughs> which is why he was hanging out with Septon Barth, probably. So, you know. But anyway. He so, didn't want to start uh, a war, so he had to do it. Like, I know, but it was. Is he the fucking like, Pope? You really, you like. Can't sort out your own fucking problems? Like, Jesus. That's what people. I'm saying. Since when did he become, like, the Pope of Westeros, where he has to, like, be a mediator between, like, rival cities all i'm saying is being that's what i'm saying he has no jurisdiction over them like who the fuck cares he's not the un because because they they could band together and then come attack him or interrupt trade or he had like a stake in in it he just but did it need to take that long like what were they arguing about I, who knows mustache anyway so allison went north by herself and she uh, saw the Manderleys, and Jessamine was her cupbearer, and she uh, made some marriage matches, because that's what she does when she goes places, and uh, then she went up to Winterfell, and- uh, And Lord Alaric was great. <laughs> Lord Alaric was like, I don't want your dragon anywhere near me, and- um, I hope you wore something warmer than that. <laughs> my, you know what? Cold here and winter is coming. My, my, my vision of this was all like, you know, like she's, she's the queen of the realm, right? And like everywhere they go, everyone like pulls out all the stops and she pulls up to Winterfell, which is basically like a dump. <laughs> and, and like this guy and his two kids shuffle out and they're just standing there in like rags and they're just kind of staring at her and they're like, hey, well, you're here. It's like they are the rednecks <laughs> of Westeros. Like, oh, that's come on. That's like the people in Sister Tim. Let's, let's they're slightly elevated, <laughs> All right? But I mean, just like the whole thing. I was like, oh, this is so great because they just don't care. Hey, but she won them over. Like, you can't stay here. We don't have that much food in the cellar, and winter is coming. Yeah. She did. She did win him over, though. Uh, they went like hunting, and didn't he touch the dragon or something? Yeah. Well, he didn't like. Yeah. yeah she she proved that women are in fact not boring unicorns, but are people <laughs> that you can hang out with. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like if she stayed longer, he'd be like, "When are you gonna start paying rent?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. 
I did. Can we eat your dragon? He was very put out that Jaharis didn't come as well, but, uh, and I also like that she was like, I can make marriages for you. And he's like, they don't keep you the old gods. I don't care. Yeah. Like, no. Nah. She's like, everybody, she's like, everybody has a heart tree and like, you know, the black ones have, you know. That was very diplomatic of her. Yes. Godless heathen that she is. It's so weird that they just decide to, like, partake of the parts of various religions that they enjoy and forget everything else. <laughs> I like it. Um, so then she she left Winterfell because, you know, she didn't want to overstay her welcome. <laughs> Pay rent, yes. <laughs> and she, uh, she took a trip up to the wall. Uh, she did stop at uh, Last Hearth, I believe, on the way. And then, then she got to the wall, and they also fell in love with her because everybody does. Um, yeah, is this supposed a... to be like what's it gonna be like for Danny? <laughs> are we getting <laughs> are we getting an opposite preview or what you think? Yeah, right. <laughs> so is Sansa gonna be like the Alaric Stark? She's gonna show up, and be like, "Well, that's God, nice, so. but winter well, is coming." I guess you have a nice coat, but um. Please keep your dragon outside and stay the hell away from my brother. We are not feeding that. We're not feeding that dragon. Also, he can't (laughs) hunt around here because we need it. So he's going to have to hunt elsewhere. Yeah. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. I feel like Um, Bran would be the one to, for some reason. (laughs) He just rolls out. He's like, got his dagger. He's just like, no. You staying long? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Do you want to bend the knee? I can't. Oh, no, stop. <laughs> Not cool. Um, I will say regarding her at the wall, I do appreciate that like she was willingly giving up her jewels. She's like, I have plenty of them, you know, to, to, to fund um, the rebuilding of some of their castles that were that needed a I lot of repairs. Like yeah, or Jaharis could send actual money like, to the wall, but, you know, she's just the king. I like that she went to the night fort. She was like, this won't do. Please abandon it. Yeah. <laughs> like, this place is this, fucking creepy. Gives you the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. <laughs> please, please stop using this castle. Again, it's like the city girl showed up to the sticks. <laughs> hey, but she brought, she brought money. She had something to offer, you know, and so they, they built Deep Lake and they renamed Snowgate Queensgate after her. Um, and apparently a there's a statue there. Yeah. Yeah, they did have a statue of her. Where's the statue? I, I like want to see it. I also that they were, like, worried about what they were feeding her. And she was like, no, it's great. And my favorite is that she was like, I want to speak to the women. And they're like, there are no women. She's like, don't <laughs> lie. <laughs> like, all right, fine. The women are whores in Molestown. She's like, great, I'll go there. <laughs> I like it. So, yes, she held a, a women's court in Molestown. Which um, provided her with information that led to the creation of laws later on. Yeah, really important laws. Really, really important like, laws. Like, hey, just because uh, my dad or my husband died doesn't mean you can send me to be a whore in, in whore town. <laughs> <laughs> like... um, and uh, the other thing we wanted to talk about here was uh, Silverwing. And how uh, she refused to fly north beyond the wall. Yeah, because Silverwing doesn't want to become an ice dragon. (laughs) 
Why did show uh, Valerian not have or Viserion not have that same uh, because instinct? He spent way too much time in the egg, and it just—he's <laughs> just too trusting. Also, way. on the show, like seven people can ride one dragon. Where <laughs> in the book they clearly try to balance. Except in Barth, the they read a note. How great would it have been if she flew all the way up there and they just wouldn't go beyond the wall? <laughs> <laughs> well, how great would it be if instead went. of not wanting to go beyond the wall, they actually hit an, a physical invisible barrier and they just <laughs> smack into, <laughs> into like birds with a, at a window pane? <laughs> just <laughs> you know what would have been funny? Like bend the knee now, bitch. Oh, like I'm the queen of the me. north now. <laughs> Your mother was a hamster. <laughs> <laughs> la 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 can't get me i'm on the wall but Silverwing was also like didn't like the wall as a whole like she was hissing at it and she yeah. wasn't a fan of just being up there probably because it was fucking freezing but it was interesting like what's in the wall that's sort of spooking her out well i mean certainly in the books it's you know built with spells and i mean there's definitely magic that keeps the wall standing and there's a reason that the White Walkers can't go through it. Maybe dragons so, can't. Maybe, like, magical beings can't, like, cross past the wall. That's since she's a dragon, true. she's magical. Yeah. They just ignore those rules for the TV show. It's fine. Just like Danny being impervious to fire. Uh, <sighs> <laughs> sigh. Heavy sigh. Nerd rage. Maybe that'll um, come back later. You know, and be useful instead of just dumb. Anyway, the new uh, gift. Lastly, yes, she also was like, hey, they need more land. We're going to take some from the north and give it to the Night's Watch. Which not everyone was happy about, but she made it happen anyway. Well, you know, they need to be able to grow food and yes. feed themselves because clearly nobody sends any taxes their way <laughs> to protect the realm. Yeah, also, Bran the Builder is kind of a jerk. He's like, yeah, you can have this land, Night's Watch, but it's like land you can barely grow on. Like, nothing grows there. What an <laughs> asshole. Maybe it was like, okay, but... a really tall wall, okay? I was going to say, like, maybe it was okay land, but, like, after a while, the wall poisoned it or something. Could be. They just like overused it until they couldn't use it anymore. Well, yeah, I don't. These are people who are not professional farmers. They're just like randos who show up. So they're just like fourth sons and rapers. Yeah, they don't know. <laughs> In that order. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Murderers too, probably. Yeah, people um, don't. People don't just like. It's only the Starks that are like. Let's take a non-criminal and send them to the wall. <laughs> Some of the other North Houses, too, but yes. <laughs> no one else cares. No one else. Um, well, there's all the the uh, warrior sons up there, too. No one was happy with them. They were... Not farmers. <laughs> <laughs> also not farmers. Not, not very helpful. It, they were just... It, it was weird just seeing that there was, like, actually people on the wall like hundreds and hundreds of like night's watchmen and all the different like castles along the wall like what is this i know they were actually manned and now there's like three yeah <laughs> so, yeah there's there is there it's three now 
I think that's yes. the which is number. weird because the realm is like doing. Oh, they mentioned that there is never mind that the population's growing during his reign, so they'd have plenty of men to send up there, and there's no war, so overpopulation. We need to send them somewhere. <laughs> Population true. control. There's lots of fourth sons now. With all these people <laughs> having kids and not using the tea to, you know, birth control. <laughs> yes. Um, so, also in uh, Jaehaerys' reign in this era, we had many improvements to King's Landing. Thank God, because that place sounds terrible. Um, so, well, first they completed the Dragon Pit. I wonder if it was still all those foreign workers because they were still too afraid to, like, <laughs> My, Yeah. Can you imagine, like, living somewhere and them being like, we're going to make a dragon pit in the city. It's going to be full of dragons. Please keep living here. I would move. I mean, I guess. If you're telling me all the dragons from Dragonstone are coming to live here. No. <laughs> no. But, like, didn't the dragon pit end up being the reason why they all died out? Well, yeah, they blame it on, like, them being caged, so. Yeah. Maybe Dragonstone was better. Um, so, yeah, so they completed the dragon pit during his reign, and then uh, they started uh, widening the roads and cobbling them, and uh, he built a city square and built roads out from there uh, that were not, like, windy, twisty things. They were actually straight roads. Um, so it's like New York City again. Like yeah. how you go to like really downtown. It's all these like crazy streets that don't make sense. And then city planning happens. <laughs> um, I don't I'm know sure if New York is the liked... best example. <laughs> it's just like we're going to make roads, but we don't care. Well, actually, it's the perfect example. Yeah, you're right. Yep. <laughs> um, in addition to roads and squares, we also had sewers and drains. Thanks, Captain hopefully... Barth. To hopefully um, stop it from completely smelling like shit all the time. Um, they also built the wells. Where did they build the wells when Al- when Allison had to make try to make them drink drink like the shitty pond water? Where yeah, I had. So this is a terrible reference, but uh, I couldn't help thinking of the like, terrible Mary Kate Ashley movie in Paris when they're trying to get them to like do the clean water bill and so they bring them like tap water oh. and they have to drink it how do you remember this because <laughs> i saw that movie too i saw that movie too um but anyway so she brought them the river water and river made them water. well they didn't drink it so they decided to build uh wells outside the city and then they the water was brought in by uh clay pipe mm-hmm. to cisterns in the city where people could go and ah right water. the fountains yes yes very so they were called the queen's yeah, it's very roman mm-hmm. yeah it's a weird mixture of like classic like classical history and like like early like later like 16th century kind of like peasants you know squalor <laughs> but hooray for clean water yeah, it prevents diseases from, like, growing. Right, which allows your population to grow. Yeah. Yeah. No worms. <laughs> um, and in addition to city improvements, we also had laws. Uh, Jaehaerys brought order to the laws of the Seven Kingdoms, and he made them one with his 
quote-unquote even smaller council, which consisted of Septon Barth, Grandmaster Benefer, Lord Albin Massey, and Queen Alisan. Um, so yeah, prior to this, uh, everybody just kept to the laws that they had before, which worked in Aegon's day, um, when he had just conquered, but was starting to not work well, as well. Well, right, because he's taken now. this from a bunch of kind of, like, loosely affiliated fiefdoms to uh, one right. single kingdom. I, I want to talk about Allison's laws, because so we, we, we talked about yes. the Widow's Law, where, you know, she where she they basically said you can't you can't just like jettison widows and and step step relations just because someone dies which is very like pride and prejudice right um because it's like oh the estate has been entailed away and we have nothing to our names we must go live (laughs) with a cousin or become whores uh but the, the the thing that just got me was the first night conversation because like yeah. they all talked about it like it wasn't the craziest fucking thing. <laughs> I know. And like I know it's in like I don't know, like Braveheart which is not historically accurate and but like <laughs> historians, please. Did that did did a lord's right to first night ever really exist or was it like a rumor? I'm not sure about that one. It feels like a thing that happened like twice and then got like totally blown out of proportion. <laughs> because you, can you imagine? It's just like fine to just like start like raping your own your own citizens. Ci- yes, it's like. Well, I will say what's interesting when you're listening or you're to the conversation between all of them. You have all these people of noble birth, including Jaharis. So in this chapter, I was like, "You're an asshole." In this conversation. He's like, it will never happen to me because I'm a king. So this idea that it couldn't possibly like happen to me, but also the one that does side with Alison is Septon Barth because he's a guy of noble, unnoble, lowborn, right? His family were blacksmiths. So this is something that his type of people may have experienced. And so he's like the one person on that council that actually sort of sides with her, but also is looking at it from a social uprising potentially happening if more and more people do this, right, people are going to get upset. It creates disloyalty. It creates anger between the nobility and the peasants. And so you're looking at it from, like, that perspective. And I really like that about him particularly, that why he sided with her was that he comes from a low birth himself. Right. So I've looked at the, I've looked this up on Wikipedia for 10 <laughs> seconds. Do so, you tell. So Primanoctis was something that is referenced in Gilgamesh. So maybe that's where people got the idea Mm. Um, and then in medieval Europe, it was said said by some historians to have existed, but most people think it's a myth. And uh, it could have been um, a compensation to the Lord for a for any women that leave his lands. So it's kind of like you're losing a resource because she would breed more children to work the land. So you would basically pay a tax for anyone to to actually leave to marry outside of. And that tax was sleeping with them. No, I think it's it's been it's been interpreted. Okay. Um, maybe by like you know writers and and overzealous historians. 
I'm looking to see. I mean, it like so it, basically George took this idea and ran with it and made Westeros even more. Or terrible. he could have very easily been looking at like American plantation systems and the plantation owner and and taking advantage of. I his mean, there are there is evidence that the church and some and various kings in like the 15th century did ban pre ban prima noctis, but like again, who knows? It probably wasn't as widespread as like the raping kind. <laughs> <laughs> As well, it we seems think. like it's more prevalent in the north than it is right in the with the south. old religion. Yeah, and it could be like a situation where they're just not as uh, progressive, or they're just more traditionalists in that way. Because she's like surprised. So they are by the it. rednecks of Western. Yeah, it's 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 surprising for her. Like I feel like she would have like heard about this because she was holding women's courts all over the realm, but it's only when she gets to like the north that it really like sinks in. That like this guy ended up like beating his uh his wife and she ended up becoming a whore at Mole's Town right afterwards. Right. So it seems like it's something that was more practiced with the northern lords and necessarily the the southern lords is my opinion. I want to know what Ned Stark thinks. <laughs> hmm. I'm sure he wouldn't agree. I don't know. I mean. If it's part well, he's of the also in the in the time period after this law has been created. So yes, but he's a traditionalist. Yeah, the I'm ruining man, traditional Stark. traditionalist to what uh, exactly? Ned I suppose Stark was taking first right, dude. Like he I heard it. Freaking like this guy saw a White Walker and he's like, still like you know left the wall, gotta kill him. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> true. What an asshole. <laughs> I don't think he would participate in the right of first right though. First night though. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. Um, but I'm saying it's like he's so a traditionalist to a fault in that regard. True. But he's also very yeah. um Jahari's like too, because he does go around sitting with his lords and having them visit Winterfell. True. Yeah. Well, so like, let's talk about the old religion, because I remember when we the last time we had a discussion about this, we were talking about how the Targaryens kind of didn't really have their own religion. And they kind of mm-hmm. just like stepped into Westeros and st- and like amidst the this religion of the seven uh, for the most part and kind of just let it happen around them, but didn't really believe it. So now we have evidence that the Targs were sort of raised in the faith, right? Like they have their own septons. They are participating. They're going around to, like, different important sites and, you know, uh, doing all that. Alisane in the in the bathhouse and all that stuff. And they're also taking great interest in uh, all the goings on in Old Town with, with all, you know, with all that. So, well, I mean, the, they were interested in, you know, the choosing the new High Septon because it was going to affect them. And they wanted to make sure that, you know, exceptionalism was written into the doctrine right but but also like if if jaharis's best friend was a septon like was he part of like did he consider himself part of that religion or was he just in it because that's what the people of westeros well i think at this point there's been enough like i mean they are like third generation so i mean they have they probably were raised with it, so it's not like they're, you know, Aegon just coming in and being like, whatever, sure, fine. You know, so I think they're they're at the point where they are being raised in the faith. 
just like everybody else. Right. That just that. I mean, except I think for that they one rule, still have some like skepticism about it because it's not like their tradition. Oh, I mean, for sure, anything, some but... people tried to kill her to kill the queen just because she wanted to, you know, bathe in the sacred waters. Like that's right. you know. Clearly, See, there's still they tension. Have incest, you know. Abomination. Abomination. Again, we've discussed it's better to let them marry each other. Honestly, it just <laughs> is. Just let them do what they want. Let them. Um, yeah, so the they had to choose a new high septin during this time period, so they wanted to make sure it wasn't that guy that opposed their marriage, so they flew on Dragon back to Old Town, and that's when they had their... their you know, two to a dragon balancing act. Extre- um, and they're extremely passive aggressive, like a lighting of the dragons onto the tower. Yeah. Like they're like, we just got, we just took the dragons because it was fastest. It has nothing to do with terrorizing Power. you. And- <laughs> um, but I, I mean, I like that they're willing to do that, you know, especially if you look at like his father, you know, I mean, Annie's blatantly didn't want to do that. So I like that they are, Willing to show power without, like, really, like, just, like, burning the city down like Magor would have done. It's still, like, a nice in-between. Um, you know who gave yeah, Jaharis so that advice that you just said? Septon Barth. <laughs> <laughs> we love Septon Barth. Um, so-, so while that was all happening is when, uh, uh, what's her name? Alyssa? Alyssa right, was dying was, in the, was in her birthing bed. Bed of blood. Um, but yeah, so they had they had them choose the uh, one of the seven speakers for the High Septon, who was really old and was going to die anyway, just so that like the next High Septon could be a high tower, so that they could like secure their alliance, which was smart. It's what I said in the last episode, remember? They should have just made the high towers just give them what they want. Um, and then you well, don't have did, any... eventually. Yeah. Then you don't have any any problems, any conflicts with the faith. <laughs> just interesting now because the high towers are like nothing. Yeah. Like in the current story. Yeah, like, right. Well, there's lots of people really that are nothing now. Towers. Like those Valerians. Who the fuck are they? <laughs> Our in water is the only one. Um, I do like the whole, you know, paragraph where it's like, and over here, Carlos Valerian was being born. <laughs> we'll get back to him later. He's very important. But not right now, because he is a baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but later, he'll do stuff. So yeah, so then, then Alyssa was dying, and she died, and we talked about that. Um, one more thing about the dragon eggs. Uh when Elisa took them, I did like that um, Jaharis was like, you know, let's not waste our resources anymore. If they hatch, then, you know, we'll go and we'll take care of it. And, you know, it'll be you and me, Reyna. And she's like, well, what about, you know, Alison and Silverwing? And he's like, like, she had no part in this mess, so she's <laughs> not going to take the risk. <laughs> and, and she's like, ah, oh, I always knew that I was Rainey's. And she, yeah. yeah. Or that I was the Visenya. I was Visenya and she was Rainey's, yes. yeah. <laughs> That's like true, but also like sad because sad, yes. Like Reina, I don't know her. Reina's life kind of didn't 
really go the way that she wanted it to either. No. I mean, she brought some of it on herself in the end, but certainly she didn't have much choice in marrying her brother and him dying and then being forced to marry Magor and all of that. Right. I mean, she had, it was hard for her, but then I feel like if you retire to Hall, you've officially given up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she retired to a tower in Hall. She's like, there's she four like, people. not my ghosts. Yeah, she's like, there's it's only fine. four people here. That's great. <laughs> I hate people, so it's fine. I don't have to come out of my tower. You don't have to come out of your tower. There's like 14 <laughs> other towers. It's great. Oh. And then she like dies at the old age of 50. I was like, fuck. <laughs> it's longer than most of them last. Jeez. Do we have any missing information that we would like to know? Uh, Besides what the hell happened in Valyria to oh God, give Arya scary rooms and I do. So yes. in the in the chapter it mentions how there were a bunch of wild dragons that were like living in the caves what became of those yes. dragons where did they go did they eventually hatch is there like a bunch of like stone dragons in a cave somewhere that somebody's <laughs> gonna uncover in the story and well i feel like i guess that's where like cannibal and sheep stealer would come from mm. yeah they, were wild, they were wild too I mean, I just assumed that there are dragons that live in and around Dragonstone that never got claimed and ridden, and so they're called wild. But I, I, I mean, eventually, weren't they all rounded up and, like, taken to the dragon pit, whether or not they had riders? Like, I don't even know how you would do that, but... That's what I'm saying. I mean, I think the idea was that they were all moved to the dragon pit, and... Well, because, I mean, you have people, you know, claiming dragons in, like, the next, like, through the next period of years, like, all of the... Like, 9,000 children are, you know, claiming dragons, and so, I mean, I guess maybe that's what the wild dragons were. I mean, also, I mean, clearly, like, Sheep, Sealer, and Cannibal were wild dragons, so maybe there were still some around, and, you know, they got claimed during that period of time, and then all died, or escaped, because... Those two escaped. Mm-hmm. They couldn't have but been that wild. I'm just saying, like, if I was a up-jump lordling in Westeros and there was a perfectly good dragon living adjacent to my castle, I'd fucking... Then you would probably be in line for the <laughs> Quentin Martell Award. Well, it's interesting because this is something that you both had speculated the last time you two were podcasting together. When you are doing a Magor's podcast, you were, question- you were asking... Is it only the Targaryens that are contained dragons? And we, it's said in this chapter, right, that it's the Valyrians are dragon lords, right? So I'm assuming right. anybody who has any, like, hint of Valyrian blood in them would be, like, potentially able to tame a dragon. Well, that's why during the, the Dance with the yeah. Dragons, they had all the dragon seeds were able to come and try and claim dragons. Yeah. Which, I mean, really, getting to read all about Jaehaerys and Alysanne and, you know, Vermithor and Silverwing going everywhere, like, the fact that, like, the dragon seeds, those, like, two idiots, like, claim their dragons, I'm just like, oh, man, that's really depressing. So, are you saying Tyrion is a dragon seed? Is that what we're gonna go with in the proper A Song of Ice and Fire? <laughs> that is some people's theory. Mm. Uh... <laughs> uh, speaking... 
of theories. Oh, my theory. All right, so yes. you know how they're in a perpetual Middle Ages and like they yes, just I'm never. Yes, I'm extremely aware. Yeah. Right. So you know how they have like you know the Age of Exploration, but like no guns and shit, like with Alyssa Farman. Mm-hmm. Um, my my theory, not even any fashion. Yeah. Yep. My mm-hmm. theory is because they don't admit women into the Citadel. This is what they deserve. That is, <laughs> <laughs> they're stunted. Exactly. They don't have any women to steal ideas from. Yep. So there's that is no the theory I'm going with, and this is the reason why they're just stuck. In this endless Middle Ages, with freaking shitty water. Women would have been able to make. Camp. Where being old is at the age of fifty. Like, <laughs> that's my theory, and I'm gonna go with it. I think it's very valid. Yeah. yeah. I actually, probably think it has to do with the seasons, but. No, I like your theory. Yeah, I, I do too. But you know, that's probably not what Martin's going with. But I'm going with it. <laughs> I mean, it's really just inexplicable because it's not even they don't even have like like innovation in small ways. No, nothing like I enjoy a six wheeled cart instead of a four. You know what I mean? Like they don't have any of that. Like it's just everyone's just content with the status quo. Old Town sucks. Like the Maesters suck. Like you're you're like like, what do you what do you have to show for your chains, man? Like what have you done? Glass candles. Nothing. 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 Well, Sorella's there, uh, so that's true. She will be like, "Hey guys, what if we invented gunpowder? What if we invented mirrors or (laughs) better telescopes or like, you know what I mean? Here's a cell phone." (laughs) <laughs> or a cell phone. iPhones! We need iPhones! <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it's a weird phone. Okay, it's got... There's, like, all the... I mean, I know that there's a lot of theory about, like, why Westeros is the way it is. And, like, there, it's one of the reasons that they don't seem to have a strong shipping or science culture is because they don't have a lot of stars because of the situation of the planet. So that's why when, like, the comet comes through, it's such a big deal because they can see it very well. Um... And, you know, and because of the planet's orbit, that's why they have the long and, and strange, um, unpredictable seasons. Like, there's a lot of, like, okay, so you're not looking out. You're not look, You're not trying to, like, look at the stars. But you might want to look for dragons. You might want to, like, figure out where the worms are coming from. Like, there's other <laughs> things that could spur on exploration and science that are not necessarily, like, parallels with how it happened yeah there's this lack of curiosity to like see the outside world we know nothing about barely anything about Southeros and places like Yeeti like nothing that's probably where all the innovation is happening and those oh absolutely Ashai is a fully modern city yeah they have (laughs) iPhones in Ashai But you would just assume- the shadow is there is their uh, cell network. <laughs> but you would assume even if a, a dragon would want to travel, like far distances to like see what's out there. Like there's or at lack least people of curi- would want to travel curiosity away from dragons. Like if I had forty pieces of gold to my name, I would be going elsewhere. <laughs> like maybe forty is a lot. Is forty a lot? How much is money know. worth in Westeros? If I had four pieces of gold, <laughs> I would be getting away from there. <laughs> well, I mean, you have people like, you know, Elisa Farman going and trying to sail the Sunset Sea. And I mean, it's okay. Like, yes. No one can sail the Sunset Sea. Like, and and Brand the like, Shipwrecker did try before she did, right? 
there's other C's. There are other C's. And you can, it's obvious that you can go back and forth somewhat reliably if 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 Jaharis can serve as conciliator for... Well, I mean, like, Corliss Valerian, which, you know, they'll get into later in the book. You know, he goes to, you know, all of these places. Yeah. how he becomes really rich. But, you know, so, like, he's going exploring and he doesn't travel to sunset sea but like that just seems like a recipe for death but <laughs> yeah it's the bermuda triangle of, of basically whatever the planet is called that westeros and os is it eros i don't know southeros westeros Earthos. easteros or northos orthos yeah it's eros eros Earthos. Earthos. <laughs> i just like, find it weird and maybe it's it is weird because of like our trajectory as a civilization I just like the Middle Ages was only a thousand years. But I mean, it's it's something we discussed before. Like the fashion doesn't change. Like, but they had like a Bronze Age, and then they had like an Iron Age, and then they just have the Middle Ages, and that's yeah, and they it. just stopped. And then it just stopped. It's like in this like I, they would need a better reason because dragons don't exist, so they would need constant disease, right? Mm-hmm. Con like constantly, like people can't live past. 24 like they like you otherwise we just naturally innovate that's what we're what's what we do well yeah and i'm assuming it has to do with the the winters being so long as a reason but like but like the winters are long but so are the summers that's okay true. but the inuit people of earth beg to differ <laughs> like you know I mean, I don't know. Maybe whatever. Maybe they look human, but they're not. They're they're Earthosian, and they just have a singular lack of curiosity as a species. I don't know. This is a science fiction tale, well, especially because like they don't have magic to like rely upon. Exactly. Right. I mean, you have lazy. something like like uh, Sanderson Stormlight, and you know they have magic to you know, communicate with each other. You know, they have the span like, their, read, yeah. their span reads and stuff. So like they can have conversations long distance. Right. They don't need cell phones. At, at, <laughs> you know, like immediately. And I mean, you might help if men could read and write, but you know, whatever. No. Um, Who needs span read when you have birds? <laughs> Chickens. I mean, you've got like you've got like Bran, who's like the one person who can actually like, you know, see stuff. But that's like one person, you know? And right. If they if they could, you know, use the weirwood trees to, you know, communicate, maybe I would believe it. But like, I think really what you're doing is we're, we're going to talk ourselves into a place where time travel is real. It's happened. And people have gone back <laughs> to sabotage every piece of innovation because clearly something terrible is happening in the future <laughs> and they need to be stopped. The epilogue of the final season is just going to be. <laughs> On the planet Earthos, there is a plague of worms. <laughs> <laughs> they ride inside And then we people. get Dune, right? Yeah, and then the Dune, and then Dune happens. <laughs> there are um, your worms right there, sandworms. <laughs> I do like a story with worms in it. I'm very, you do, you do. There are bad. Um, Can you ride these worms? <laughs> Is there anything else that we would like to know besides why the hell there is no innovation in Westeros? I, I mean, that, I think that's the been the question, question since day one, right? But yes. I don't think we'll ever know. Um, what did I have? Did I write anything? 
Oh, I, I did like a quote. It's not related. But when uh, Jaharis is like some spice monger and Pentos is just going to inherit three dragon eggs. And I was like, ha ha ha. I get that <laughs> reference. <laughs> it's OK. They'll True. come back to the Targaryens eventually. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They mentioned like nobody but the Targaryens. He was right. It's in their blood. And they're it's all their... dream, um, Dreamfire's kids. Oh, is that? Is I missed that. Yeah, they said that Dreamfire's oh, uh, the dragon that hatched all these eggs. So yeah. Dreamfire's the real mother of dragons. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, Danny. Danny needs to like just cross that out of her long list of titles. <laughs> She's the adoptive mother. Stepmother to Dreamfire's clutch. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anything else anyone wants to add? Uh, I feel like, uh, Alison was the more interesting of the two leaders in these chapters. That is I true. I feel like she mm-hmm. was the one that sort of made these chapters compelling to read in addition to all the stuff with Reyna and her husband and Alyssa and Aria. Um, Jaharis was just, just kind of there. <laughs> yeah. He was just like, let's improve the city and let's talk to foreign people. Yeah. Nothing wrong um, with that. It just doesn't make for interesting no, reading. It's true. And in, in the next chapters, there is more going on because there's the other 5,000 children. And uh, so you're saying um, across the sunset sea. It almost it's exhausting, actually. There's too many. Can we just cut some out? <laughs> well, <laughs> some of them die. <laughs> A lot of them, they all die. So you guys are saying Family Feud hosted by Rigo Draz? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Rigo Draz. I'm Rigo Draz, and this this is Family family Feud. feud. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, um, let's let's toast to Rigo Draz, because who cares about Jon Snow? Rigo Draz. Um, Make me a t-shirt. I'm going to put the, I want a t-shirt, Jenny. (laughs) All right, (laughs) to Rigo Draz. Don't let the haters get you down. Don't let the haters get you down. Goodbye, everybody. And so he broke that sacred oath, that Lord of the Crossing. And now the pie crusts cover his kin, and they're so good to eat. Yes, now the pie crusts cover his kin. Revenge, it tastes so sweet. Um. Yeah, wasn't this originally supposed to be like two podcasts? No, no. this oh, is really? the new. Oh. This is Fire and Jaharis, the new Jaharis podcasts. <laughs> all Jaharis, all, all the time, all the time. <laughs> Brought to you by your host Rigo Dress. <laughs> he's so now he's like a talk show host too, or maybe a late night I'm host. He's a radio DJ. Tonight oh show at Rigo Dress. <laughs> <laughs> I want a T-shirt. I wanted to say I am Rigo Dress. I am Rigo Dress. No, I'm Rigo Dress. You are Rigo Draz. We are we Rigo Draz. We are Rigo Draz. Yes, it's like Venom. It's like <laughs> <laughs> oh God! All right, Eminem, get on it.